straight, no chaser. Here we are, Straight No Chase of the Podcast, once again, coming to you live through your internet speakers. My name is John, I'm one of the fearsome foursome here. We're going to go around, let everybody introduce themselves. Go ahead, Neil, go for it. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Neil, a.k.a. Ox. Back at it again. Um, missed y'all. Hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. Getting ready for Christmas and all that other good stuff. 2020 was an interesting year. I'm ready for it to be over. Go ahead, Keltrick. Let's hear the cracker. What up, everybody? Rasheem. Um, like Cage says, let's get it going. There you have it. Okay. For some reason, our names ain't on here. At least maybe I'm not seeing them, but it doesn't matter. So we've got... There, there we you go. go. Now the names are back. So we all have a few different things to get into here. Glad everybody had a good little holiday. Time out. We tested a new platform, so let us know the feedback. You got a whole little new new little thing right. going, so you know. Bird, right, let us know, yay or nay. Go ahead, John. Yeah, tell them about it. I okay. Mean, it's a new platform. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> right. Take that to tell. Let's get it. A little bit different, a little bit of a different platform. Please give us some feedback, which you can do on Instagram, Spotify. Neil, where where can they where can they see us at? Right here. Right. right here. <laughs> right here. Everywhere that you get podcasts, you can get this podcast. Please let us know what you think about this layout, what you think about the topics, what you think about Neil's shirt, or any other damn thing that you want to let us know. Okay. I told him to hook me up with that shirt. He's he messing around. I said, hey, Neil, hook me up with one too. Well, right. I, you're looking for this one particularly, but you know they real particular. I, st- I forget about you, cuz. For sure. There you go. It's love here. Speaking of love, we got to dive into this. So as y'all know, we talk about a whole lot of things that are topics of conversation on the internet, okay? Recently, there's been a whole lot of controversy, I guess you could say, about a certain person named Smokey Norfolk. I don't know if y'all are familiar with this individual, but you know, we can get into that. Neil, go ahead, why don't you tell the people about that whole situation? I mean, it was just an interesting picture. And for me, it started a lot of dialogue and, you know, even with my own daughters. So pretty much it was just a um a picture of what's his name again, John? Smokey Norville. Smokey Norville, a gospel singer, I believe. Okay, and, yeah. So yeah. pretty much just a an abridged version. He got a 16 or 17-year-old son, and pretty much I guess he came home from a long day, missed his dad, fell asleep right on top of him, and he was like, I treasure days like this. So then I was reading some of the posts. And some posts were like, oh, that's fatherly love. That's beautiful. We need more of this. Some were like, mm, that's a little suspect. He's too grown to be laying on you, sleeping on you like that. So it, it, it got a, it was more of the women saying that's the problem with black men. Y'all need to show love. Woo, woo, woo. And most dudes were like, you know, I love my son, but I'm not letting my son sleep on top of me 
being 16 and 17. So it was just an interesting conversation because part of me as a dad, even though I have girls, I was like, eh, would I let my 16, 17-year-old son sleep on me? Uh, I'm going to love you. I'm going to make sure you are all right, but I don't know if you would sleep on me like that. But I wasn't posing no judgment at the end of the day. As long as you're loving your kids, you're loving your kids. But I just thought it was an interesting topic. Pick a side. Honestly, for real, and, and, and the funny thing is, Kelch, you know, you know your goddaughters. I really had a deep discussion with them. And I was just like, I'm on the cusp. Like, showing love to your son, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. But I look at it, and I guess maybe I'm old, which I am. I'm like, it honestly, Kelchick, for real, no bullshit. This is straight no chaser. It was really hard for me to really, really pick a side. But if you had to, would I do that if I had a son? Now that I'm thinking about it, I can't, I really can't say yes or nay, fam. I really can't. Would I encourage it? Nah. But if my, but, oh, I know what it was. Thank you for saying that, Keltrick. What my daughter said, what Kamora said was, dad, how is it fair that these people are passing judgment? What if it was only him and his dad all his life? And I was like, you know what? That's true. If you just had your dad around you all your life and you show affection and your dad loves you, what's wrong with that? So I was like, I don't know. I'm what, still on the fence. What you say, Kelsey? What difference does it make whether the, the dad or the mom is around? Because you could look at it from a point of view of, okay, I'll, I'll throw out one, one, one comment. So somebody said, and I even had, like I said, dialogue with my daughter. I was like, it's not too far-fetched. This one dude said, you're going to raise your son to always want affection from a man. And I was like, ooh, that's a little bit too far. Your dad, you you getting affection from your dad and the dude internally later on in life wanting to get affection from a man. I was like, that's too far. I was like, you can show love to your dad, but I don't know, man. I don't know. What you think? John, oh, prime example, John, you have a, a beautiful teenage son. Can he come in from a long day and you just give him a hug and he just fall asleep on top of you? Um, a hug, yes. Lay on top of me, no. Because his ass is too big and hot. Teenagers are very hot. I don't want you laying on me. I wouldn't care if he was a boy, if she was a girl, or whatever the case might be. Get your big, hot ass off me. That's how I feel. Um, I'm not with all this. I, I feel, you know, y'all know my perspective about fairness, quote unquote. I don't think it exists. It is a fallacy, a myth. Uh, it does not exist. I'm not worried about the world being fair. So yeah, no, you you can't lay on me, big 16-year-old boy or a big 16-year-old girl. You can come in, you can get my children, uh, my son gives me uh, handshakes and pounds and stuff like that. Do we hug? Yes. I've mentioned before, I literally have to remind myself to hug my children because they need that physical affection, that kind of thing. And it's something that I have always struggled with. And I literally have to remind myself to do that. But yeah, if you come in, and you decide to lay out, and for whatever reason you want to come curl up on me, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to wonder, like, yo, are you sick? What's wrong? What's going on? That's not some normal stuff to me. I'm sorry, Internet. It's not. So that's how I feel about it. But flip it around, you throw a wrench. So if your son wanted affection from you, would you be like, eh, eh? I think that you can show your children affection without um, them laying on you. Okay, so yeah, you can you can show them love and affection and warmth and tenderness and all of the good stuff um, without 
you know, laying him laying curled up on you like a little toddler and you rubbing his head and, you know, he's just like, oh, I love you so much, my little 16-year-old. Man, get your big musty ass off me and go clean something. That's interesting. I, I, I will, I'll answer the quote here from a great friend of mine. They said, fair, fair is where they sell pigs. So fair doesn't really exist. Um, I don't have a problem with it. I, I would encourage it. I think um, on one hand, if you complain about toxic masculine behavior and you have a man that's in a way supporting his son, showing his son love, regardless of the age, I don't have a problem with it. You know, what does it, do I think it's the equivalent of him wearing a dress? Nah. But if you want to do that, that's his prerogative. I mean, I think at the end of the day, he's he's a young man. That's his dad. His All of us are raising our kids in the best way we think we know how. I mean, there's no manual to it. It's not like he broke a rule in the handbook of parenting. Mm-hmm. His son went to lay on him and go to sleep. I think the foul part is his dad put it out there for the world to see. I don't, I don't think every moment needs to be captured and, and shared with the with the universe. His son has to deal with those consequences. He was asleep. He was being a kid. He was being a child. His dad was being a clout chaser, in my opinion. Mm. So, you know, you don't need to, to display all your little emotions with your kids on the Internet and whatnot. I don't again, it's not my place to judge anybody how they want to raise their children. But I had to get schooled about the Internet and what some sick people out there in the world. So I don't need to put my kids out there so everybody to see what they look like and do anything to them. If they choose when they're old enough to make that decision, that is completely on them. I don't need to do that for them. So I'm I'm cool with it. If my child wants to sleep on me, I'm good with it. I don't care what age they are. Hell, if I could sleep on my grandmother right now, I would. If I could sleep on my granddad right now and hang out with him, I would. They ain't here no more. So I would say, damn what everybody else talking about, literally, fuck them yeah mm. i'm i'm on that same thing that cage is on because you know um man my father was 41 when he checked out of here and i was maybe maybe 20 no no i was I, yeah i was 20 i was about to hit 21 and um yeah and if i had an opportunity to lay up on him absolutely not have done that as a 20 year old you know what i'm saying i mean that's that's your that's your blood that's your family like and i understand that people are built differently people are wired differently whether or not um you know, you know john would accept that from his child or not is just how john is wired but for people to clown over it i'm like yeah you all need hugs you know what i'm saying mm. maybe maybe you want hug um but and then there's this whole thing about it's okay to be that that vulnerable with your mother you know what i'm saying but then you get clown for being a mama's boy right. so if you, if you can't be vulnerable with 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 the woman who gave birth to you and you can't be vulnerable with the parent who you was probably aspire to be then as a child growing up and developing who can you be vulnerable with because the reality is these kids that you are a kid, your every every part of your body will stop developing once you get past puberty. You know what I'm saying? You will grow to a certain point. You, Except you your might, mind. The mind you, will still grow. You might bulk up, but your brain is still developing 
until you about 25 years old. So your whole sense of self, your your emotional intelligence, your 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 IQ, like all of that stuff is still in the process of growing and developing. And I'm supposed to stunt it. I'm supposed to stop it because I care about whether or not a 16 year old son is laying on his daddy. I'm like, get out of here with that. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. Mm, mm. But when you think about it, is there is there a limit or for lack of a better word, is there a limit to parental affection or there's some things that, you know, are too far or that you wouldn't do? Like, I know when my daughters were born three months old, I played with them all the time. I kissed them all the time. Those are my babies. Once they got to a certain age, I stopped kissing them. Like when they were like probably a couple months old, I kissed my babies all the time. They loved that. I was like, well, once they got to a certain age, I stopped kissing them. I know some people that are like, nah, I don't kiss my baby. I don't do that. And I'm like, hey, that's on you. But is there a limit on how people show affection? Because it's gonna, it's, it's a bad example, but y'all get what I'm saying. So back in the days, um, even though we know, we know Birdman wasn't really Little Wayne's father, but let's say he was really his father. And I think when he won that Grammy or whatever he did, and he kissed him, he gave him a peck. They clowned him for God knows how long. Was like, uh, you're gay, and I get it because that wasn't his real father. But let's say it was. But some European countries, they do that. What you say, John? They do the kisses on the side of the cheek and things of that nature. So, is That's there a limit on how affection goes, or do we just not understand it? So we clown. It? I mean, again, it's American culture, right? So we we grew up, we're groomed, we're raised in this in this culture, this society. So you can't necessarily equate what's happening in Europe to what happens in the American culture. No different than when I when you go to Europe, little girls can walk around, you know, topless at the beach. Your know, moms are walking around topless, and it's normal, right? In America, if you do that in a public beach, you know, you, you may get arrested, right? So it's two different, you're comparing kind of apples and grapefruits, right? It's two different things. In respect to Lil Wayne kissing, you know, baby on, first of all, the man's name is baby. I mean, that's that's old, That's a whole different thing too. Kissing another grown man on the mouth, that is, in my, in my opinion, egregious, right? You don't kiss another grown man in the mouth to Keltrick. In their relationship, if that's what they want to do, again, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't tell my son, hey, you should go represent and duplicate something like this. And you got to worry about me kissing you on the mouth because you ain't going to kiss me on my mouth. I just, Keltrick ain't with that. I've never kissed my daughter on her mouth. I don't, I'm not doing that either. I kiss her every on the, on the, on the forehead, her eyes, her cheeks, her chin, her elbows. But in terms of, you know, kissing on the mouth, I, I don't do that. She never seen me naked. So again, there's, there's no manual to parenting you just you do what you what you think is in your gut that's going to represent or uh, embed in this little this little human the best characteristics that are going to help them be successful in the world that they're going to live in that's all you can do do the best that you can and the people who ain't doing the best that they can kick them off to the side and get them kids to somebody who, who can do the better do a better job fact what you think john i saw you was looking i mean Again, how I do it is different. Everybody, this is this is really a case by case scenario, person to person or whatever. But Keltrick, I'm, I am. Please explain it to me. You said earlier, and maybe I misunderstood. You was like, I have no problem with, for example, laying on my grandfather. You know what I'm saying? I would lay on him. I want to share that time with him if I could, so on and so forth. What is the difference between laying on him and you know, what little? 
smoochy smooch. Or uh, take the lips out of it if you if that makes you uncomfortable, or whatever. But kiss on the cheek, like like Neil was saying in Europe, in some okay. areas of Europe, they you know the the dual cheek kiss or whatever. I'm not gonna do it. Like I said, I give my children both of them pounds because that's just how it is. But I'm just saying, if that's, I don't see the difference. In other words, I mean, I, I'm I'm good with showing my kids affection. I think it's I think your specific question is. Again, kissing on the mouth is different than laying on somebody's lap. No different than if you hanging out with a woman or somebody, a, a, a man with a woman or a woman with a man, or if they're together, like a, if people in a relationship. Somebody laying on your lap, it can represent something very different than somebody kissing you on your mouth. So I don't think those are, I don't think those are synonymous, right? I don't know how you can look at laying on somebody's lap and kissing in the mouth synonymously. That's that's idiotic. I think laying on the lap is you relaxing. It could be a, a moment of affection. Um, that could be the prerequisite of something else. But in terms of your relationship with your parents, I think that's probably where it's going to end, right? Yeah, I, it, those are those are different things. They, they, they are. My, my concern with the baby example is because baby was not his biological father. Now, Baby could have been his adopted father, and 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 adopted parents share as much love for children um, as biological parents, just as step parents do. And and I understand that, and I re I recognize it. But it was something about that baby situation that just seemed a little bit mm -hmm. predatory. Mm -hmm. Facts. Not seemed, to mention, not to mention, also just, just just to be fair, we don't know the whole context. Right. Everything in the snapshot can be. It's all perception, right? You don't know what happened before, how long it was. All you see is a lean in and a lean in, and a, and it's like, ooh. It was my understanding that Baby and Lil Wayne, regular, that's how they got down with each other. That's how they kissed. That's how they greeted each other because Baby had, you know, uh, assisted Wayne, like, you know, essentially adopted him. So that was like his son, like father, like son. And so that's how they expressed affection. Wayne, as the child, you know, is doing, following behind his adopted father's footsteps and, you know, wah, wah, wah. But yeah, at the time, they got drugged for that. And they would get drugged today if it happened too. Because if you show weakness out here on these internet streets, you're definitely going to get drugged. That's just the way it is. Yeah, is it but weakness? I said weakness. You call it weakness, insecurity, softness, especially as a man. I know everybody's going to raise hell and be like, oh, no, it's not like that. Yes, it is. But anyway. Oh, no, man. You know what? I think, I think it segues kind of, you know, kind of like what we were talking to before, Keltrick, and you can finish it, about the Candace Owen thing. Because I think you said about, uh, about something about, I don't want to misquote you, but I think you said. Get the people man. the background on that. Huh? If you, if you introduce it, Brick, get the people the background on it. People don't really talk about Candace Owen because they think she's a clown. Okay. Yeah, so we there, 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 go for it. There was a post that Candace Owens recently posted, and that's why, again, I say I love my daughters because we have that dialogue. Uh, I'm sorry, Neil. Who is Candace Owens, real quick? You tell me, sir. <laughs> she's a political person. Go ahead. Just tell the story, Neil. No, no, no. She, she's, a, she's a conservative um, black woman who is a, a pro-Trump supporter, um, conservative mind, and you know people really don't like what she talks about. And so recently, the Harry Styles... Uh, was on the cover of some magazine in, the, in a couple of dresses. And the and quote read, and she had a tweet that said, 
women who are women who objectify themselves by spreading their legs for the world are lauded as courageous. Men in ball gowns and little girl clothing are lauded as icons. Hollywood is no longer about diversity. It's about perversity. So it's kind of like when you said that statement, though, Keltrick, I was trying to coincide it where you said, if a dude wants to wear a gown, oh, well, that's it, do him. But at the end of the day, is there kind of like, eh, straight no chaser. Is there kind of a like, yo, enough is enough. That's a little bit too much. Like you a dude, you're not supposed to be out here wearing dresses. You know what I'm saying? If you're not, if you're not trying to be transgender or if you're not coming out the closet, like when is it okay? You know what I'm saying? Who are we to ask that question? Right. Society. Could, see, so 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 a 16-year-old boy can't can't sleep on his father. Um kids can't get kisses from their dads. And um, if someone wants to make a, a fascist statement, what's the difference? They, that, what's they the difference? can't wear a dress. What's the difference? Irishmen wearing kilts. What's the difference? That's their culture. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Didn't we just say that the European thing was different? Now we all know that Ireland or Switzerland or Scotland or wherever the hell they wear the kilts, they just got their own little, you know, thing. When Andre three thousand came out in the kilt, everybody was like, "Whoa, mm -hmm. whoa, whoa! You're doing mm -hmm. too much." So apples and watermelons or whatever the hell you said. But yeah, but but as but as 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 as, a, as cultural critics, we 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 transcend and, and we 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 go through different phases, right? As cultural critics. Because then you got Billy Porter who who will get dressed up in a dress and a tuxedo top and everyone will applaud it. So my bad, my bad, not everyone. It will get applauded. Just like everyone didn't clown Andre 3000. He got he got clowned by people and Billy Porter got supported by people. The bottom line is, do you? You're going to get criticized regardless. Facts. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I listen, I don't, I'm not, I've evolved. I mean, as Rasheem stated, there's iterations of us. In my 20s, I was completely. If I saw something like this in my 20s, I would be like, man, I would I probably would be where she is. Like, this is ridiculous. Why are we even posting this? Like, take this stuff and burn it in the, in the incinerator, something like that. Over the course of time and just talking to different people and interacting with humans, right? Because at the end of the day, you're a, a human being with a soul, with a heart, with the same organs and intestines that I have decided to make this decision. It's not hurting them. Definitely ain't hurting me. You need to raise people that have independent minds that can be independent thinkers that can look at anything and make their own assessment, their own judgments for it. That's why I look at religion and think about very something very similar. Like, don't be a Christian because your parents told you to be a Christian because that's all you knew your whole life. You have no idea what else is out there. Like, explore establish your own relationship with whoever you believe to be supreme, the supreme being, this, in my opinion, is very similar. So would I do it? Hell no. Is it okay that he did it? It's cool with me. If it's cool with him, he ain't hurting nobody. Okay, that, 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 that's, that's, the, that's the ground point that I took with people in conversation where it's just like, if you ask me personally, Neil, is that okay? No, not for me. 
but I'm not here to pass judgment. No, no, you. it's not about it being okay. It is okay. It's about would you do it? The answer is no. No, I, okay, I, I phrased it wrong. That yeah, you're right. In that context, would it be okay for me? Nah, that's not about me. But you can do it. I I have who am I to pass judgment or say yay yay or nay on you? But it's not something that I would do. But it's no criticism on you. I would absolutely wear a kilt, but that's probably not a surprise to anybody. I think you should. Uh, I, I have no problem with none of that. I wish that there was such a thing as a business casual uh, man's dress, because I would absolutely, especially during the hot ass spring and summer, it would really, really be nice. But unfortunately, they don't make those just yet. But that's very interesting. You know, KG, I will definitely say you have changed immensely in uh, many ways over the last 20, 20 years. Plus years. Go, go, John, go look up Billy Porter. He'll show you some some man dresses you can wear. No, I've seen him. I think that he wears ball bound. <laughs> I think we're talking about two kind of separate things. <laughs> and that's okay. No, I'm not talking about him. But good. He looks good, Matt. God bless him. But yeah, um, you know, speaking of people that need to do things kind of uh, socially acceptable, uh, another thing that was uh, been on the internet here the last few days, and this really made people mad. There was a Dallas restaurant tour. Okay, we're gonna talk about this. So I, I cannot. I, I'm sure one of y'all can look it up. I, I don't know the man's name or what have you, but he owns the I'm building. Sure y'all have seen the clips. What's up? He's an attorney and he owns the building. That's his. Like he owns the building. Outstanding. He can make them calls. So basically, internet. Uh, some man that's a restaurant tour in Dallas was having a boozy brunch, had a whole bunch of people in there. And he basically, uh, the women was sitting around twerking. And he was like, look, you got to get off my couches. And if you don't like what I'm saying, raise up off my, uh, get up out my property here. And people had really a problem with what he was saying, how he was coming across, and kind of the respectability politics about this whole situation. So before I give my own opinion, I am very curious. Do y'all feel like twerking is acceptable anywhere? Is there such a thing as a non-twerk zone? Um, should he be allowed to talk to paying customers any way he wants, especially if he owns a building, so on and so forth? So, you know, what, what do y'all think about that whole situation? For me, it was out of pocket. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, well, when I say out of pocket, I mean in the sense of that's your business, that's a place of dining, you're allegedly or hopefully trying to build a, rep a reputable spot where people could come and entertain themselves. So yes, you have all rights to say what you expect in your business. But when you start cursing and being indignant, like I don't need you, get the fuck out, I don't need your money, that's a little bit too far because I guarantee you everybody in that restaurant, it seemed like it was packed, like 30, 40, I don't know, maybe more than that. If, it goes everybody, down if everybody felt offended and they all raised up and bounced, he would have felt some type of way. So yes, I believe you know you want to have you want to you want to have a certain decorum and atmosphere, especially if there are little kids in there. Because I saw one little clip. I think somebody was holding up against the wall, and I see you, Rock. I think somebody was up against the wall and shaking their ass and things like that. But I think it's the way I think it's the I think it's the way it was delivered that hurt me a little bit. Like you don't tell people, patrons, I don't need your money. Get the fuck out. Because it's like, oh, word? I'm a bounce. I'm about to roll. But, you know, that's just me. Go ahead, Rob. 
so I didn't see the clip and I need to like help me understand did he was he cursing at them were they twerking like no, was it one person that's what, that's what I wanted. I, I, hold up hold up hold up I wanted I wanted to give context because we we haven't presented this in context he approached them prior to the thing that went viral a couple of times he released the footage from his in-store property that showed him approaching them multiple times to ask them to change their behavior to address their behavior in a polite way the third time he was like hey gotta bounce that's your context i'll, I'll wait for my response okay so so as as the owner of the property was it one one shorty or was it multiple women? It was a table. It was a table for it was a, women. It was a whole table. Now, um, I'll say, speaking, talking cultural context, this twerking and, thing and, is, and he, is... And he was playing trap music. Okay, talking cultural context, this twerking thing is big. It's huge. Yeah, Like, women who would who probably have never thought of twerking before in their life, all of a sudden, trap music or, or Megan come on and everybody want to twerk, all the girls want to twerk, twerk and smack their girlfriends behinds while they twerk. It's just, it's a cultural thing that's going on right now. You see 40 year old women doing it? Like, the, so, you see 40 plus year old women doing it? No, but I have seen 30 plus year old women doing it. But my thing with that, Rob, with your statement too, have you seen them doing that in the restaurant? But here's a, the can, well, let, let me, let me finish on my statement. As, as a person who owns the property, who is running a business, and I have other people that may have been offended by that and have probably come to me and said, listen, can you do something about that? And if I take it upon myself to go to you two times to be like, hey, come on now, could y'all really pipe that down? Da, da, da. You know, this is what we're trying to do here. And you just like, F you, I'm going to do it a third time. Then I have the right to be like, as John would say, raise up and raise out. You forgot so I, a key word there. The, there's a key word I forgot. Um, uh, it, it rhymes with muck. So I, I really don't have a problem with with old dude doing that. I, re, I really don't. Interesting. Okay. okay. So uh, let me let me let me jump in that though. Let me jump in that because I I got a yeah I got an opinion on this one. So check <laughs> this out. If if you ever been in a hotel at a hotel party, what do they do? They knock on your door a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Hey, got a couple of noise complaints. Keep it down for a minute. Knock on your door maybe one or two more times. Hey, I'm really, you know, one more time we come up, you gotta, you gotta get you kick you out of here. And the last time they knock on the door, they come in the room with the police. Everybody got to go, or you going to jail. Lost your money, your little deposit. Most people didn't have the money for the deposit, no credit cards, no way. So they lost all that little that little cheese. Mm -hmm. This is no different. First of all, if I'm an owner, you are welcome to come in, enjoy yourself. No different if I have you to come to my home. If you disrespect my home, I'm kicking you the fuck out of my house too. He paid for the furniture. He paid for the food that you are there preparing for you to eat, for the alcohol you're preparing to consume. And if you're disrespecting in his eyes, his environment, after being warned a couple of times, I think he's within his right to kick you out. I support it. Now, how he did it, people can have a gripe with. This more, it's kind of like a Martin and Pam type of thing where you know it's, it's extremely disrespectful. Some people looked at him and the party applauded him. No different than people get drug out of the plane. 
just because you're spending your money doesn't mean you need or afforded a level of of comfort or this dignity that you think you, you you're owed. It doesn't matter. I've been put out a club before. It's a club. I was wilding. Y'all know this. And we got put out with you. Y'all got put out with me. Can I piggyback on you with that? I'm glad you said that, though. When it it did happen, they came to us directly. They ain't stopped the music and say, that owner, he told the DJ, stop the music. So now you got 30, 40, 50, whoever plus, all paying attention to you. And then you're using that language and that tone. I think it would have been different if he went to that table Specifically, he told the DJ kill the music. So really? now everybody, yeah. See, I never watched it. I, I don't see, even I did, watch it. Once again, I didn't see the video. I'm gonna give. I'm, I'm gonna give you the feedback then. So after he approached them, the third. I've already, time, on, no, no, no. I've already said his approach for what I heard was wrong. The message that he that he needed to deliver was on point. Now, oh, yeah, but I'm just saying that you lose you lose credibility with how you deliver the message. Yeah, that's the only part that that's what I said, and I agree with you. He had the right to say that. But when you tell the DJ, yo, stop playing the music, so now you got all 50, 70, 100 patrons hearing you, and then you're using profanity, you're being indignant, and now it feels like you're not just telling the person that was violating you. It feels like you're telling the restaurant, I don't need your money, get the fuck out. It's a different tone to me. All right, so so, so let me ask this then. Um, because the way I'm thinking about it is, I've come to you a number of times, all right? I've given you an opportunity and you're still doing what you want to do. You have been indignant towards me. You have said, F you. You have said, I don't have to pay attention even though you, you, you pay for the food, you pay for the spot and more than likely, if I get put out, you pay for my meal because it's more likely than not they didn't ask them for they they cards before they got put out the pl- the place. Mm-hmm. So if you get to be all wild with me, why can't I be wild with you? He did say the president though. Like if you ever if you ever go there, come I'm to order, don't want all kind of food and I'm wilding out on purpose. Put me out. Go ahead, John. Your turn. Yo. So. The, uh, as somebody who didn't see the videos and, uh, you know, wah, 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 he was dead wrong, flat out. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, the customers Wait, John, were John, before working. you go into that, why was he dead wrong? Like, what was specifically about his approach that you saw the video? His uh, energy was extremely aggressive. His language was terrible. Um, I got to call party customers. The flag's on it, but let him finish it. Let him finish his play. Go ahead. All that to say, number one, yes, there are 30, 40, 50 year old women jiggling their ass at brunch. I assure you, gentlemen, especially if you have endless mimosa for $19.99. What did he possibly expect to happen with you giving women, you know, Moet brunch and they sitting around eating chicken and waffles and you playing, you know, future and money bag, yo, they going to they're going to do what they do. So, yes, he came and he approached the group that was wilding out or whatever. And then he approached them again and he approached them again. And then, like Neil said, he made everybody shut off the music. He ain't nobody's dad. You know what I'm saying? We're giving you money. We are customers. If you don't like what we're doing, you don't want our money. That's fine. That is what it is. But he would never get my support again. And I wouldn't be the one that was dancing. But the way that he came at it was utterly wrong. And he would never get my cash ever. 
He talked to them people real foul and bad. And if they, they didn't talk to him like that, they didn't curse at him that I saw, that I heard, but he absolutely came across like he's uh, Cliff Huxtable or somebody. Please, no, nah, man. Yeah. There, there was a there was a flag thrown. Flag on the play. play. All right, so let's take it back to Seaton Place. For those that don't know, <laughs> the four of us used to live at this place called Twenty Three Seaton Place. Uh, we had some great times there, and during some of those times, uh, we've evicted a couple of people. So, John. I have been privy to a couple of evictions in which you were the sole um, suggester of people. Evictor. Evictor. Raising up and raising the F out the, the spot. Now, I endorse it. Right? I think I think if you own, own the spot, you, you try to create the environment that you want people to kind of participate in. So the customer is never. I don't know who Penelope Wilson is, but the customer is not always right. That's a that's a fallacy. You can get, you can lie. get that off your little screen. That's a um, lie for real. Yeah, the customer say I want it for free. You gonna give it to him for free? No, the customer's not always right. Nine so and the customer. I go back to John. John, you you know I, I feel like you are not being honest and authentic because if you were in that position and you felt like you're giving people ample opportunities to be respectful in an environment that you created, you would damn sure tell them to raise up and raise the F out your spot. Your spot. 30 second time out. I got a tag on my brother John for a second. No, no, no. Let him address that. Let me, no, no. He's going to address it, but I'm going to address that. John would be don't the, try to save Don't, don't try to don't save, him. save him. I got I got a ride. We all family. John would be the person to go to the person Who's causing the disturbance to say you got to get out, not stop the music and let everybody hear it? It happens. Okay. It happens at clubs all the time. Neil, when it's a fight, gentlemen, um, I would I threw dudes out. You threw women out, too. out in my house. You threw women out and too. That's it. I, I, you threw some women out, but we, we it's not I did. rehash that. You Time out. Too. And a, and a and there's a difference between somebody's house and somebody's place of business. Number one, to me, uh, women dancing uh, denotes happiness, denotes joy. That's the kind of stuff that you want on social media. You want people being like, yeah, True Kitchen, that's the name of the place, was popping because, you know, we was doing this and we was doing that, womp, womp, womp. That's what you want. Now, if somebody is at your house and they up on your stove and they shaking their ass over your food, that's totally different than them being at your restaurant doing the same thing no you can't tell him that's what he wants for his restaurant he has determined what type of clientele he wants to serve at his restaurant more likely than not that wasn't the first brunch he had so mm -hmm. more likely than not he's he's had the environment where he felt like he did not have to deal with that and now all of a sudden he has to deal with it he he might not want trick daddy in future and all of them promoting Jiggling 100%. and I'm gonna tell you, know, you jangles and things at his his establishment. What he should what he should have did was really he needs to have higher security. But the thing is, he has a, a highly what, he, what from what I understand, what he believes to be a high class restaurant. Because he doesn't have security there, that would that would have kind of curbed all of that activity. But you don't have security in no no ritzy kind of establishment. It's just you just. That defeats the purpose of making it ritzy. Now, what he needed to do is probably have a hip hop jazz where they playing like the hip hop stuff, but if more of a jazz setting, that would probably would have curtailed some of that activity. But I listen, I think as, as an owner, he was wrong in his approach, but never really wrong. He should have thrown out the DJ. <laughs>
Facts. I've been this, to CJ's. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I don't know who this person is. Leave Penelope, leave Penelope alone. They funny as hell. All I'm trying to say is that I like, how we, can, that I like how we can see the comments coming up. Like you can you see like some that? of the comments. It's kind of funny. It's distracting, but it's funny. Right. He could have done. He could have handled things much differently. And now he is Facts. going viral for you know instead the of the quality reason. of his food, he's going viral for the wrong reasons completely. And so for that reason, it's a bad move. He shouldn't have done that. Um, in my opinion. Get your twerk on everywhere that you feel like you can do it. And if nah. you think people won't twerk to some uh, hip hop jazz, I assure you, they will. They can classical. It could be merengue. It don't I, matter. They will. I do feel it. like I feel like it wasn't the fact that they were twerking. I think it was that they were twerking on the on his on the furniture. I mean, from what I understand, right? I think if somebody was get up and started dancing, he may feel like you know what they kind of grooving a little bit. They ain't doing nothing too crazy. They ain't knocking over no food. But I think it was more so. You know, really impacting his, uh, you know, his his furniture. In, in cage, we know people do not like their furniture stepped on. Not at all. At the clubs, unless you, <laughs> unless you bought the section, right? Now, not now that I've bought a couple of sections, I know that I can stand on whatever I want to stand on when I when I'm in the club. When I didn't buy the section, they was like, "Hey, you you raise up and get the f out of our club." <laughs> We standing outside like David Cage. But check this out. I was telling somebody this. I was like, I got kicked out of. For those that don't know, we all knew each other in DC, but we know each other now. But we grew up kind of connected in DC. It's this place called Dream, and then it transitioned to called Love. It's a gigantic, like, warehouse type club. It was phenomenal. No, this. I know. I know. I'm talking Republic. I know about Republic. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm giving the story about Dream because in Dream. I could get kicked out the club, but then I knew the people at the front. So I go right back in the front door. So it was real simple to get back and work that work around. At Republic Gardens, it was impossible to do that because the same person working the door, the same person that saw you all the time. Yep. Uh, John, Those what? were the days. Don't forget but, about that boxing match, though. What y'all think about that? Okay. Oh, speaking of, speaking of, we got to get into that. You got to get into that. So, I mean, uh, for those that don't know, uh, first of all, Tyson and Roy Jones fought, which to me was a travesty and sham mockery. But, you know, it is what it is. Did y'all see that fight at all? No. Yeah. I did. Really, the main fight of the night, unfortunately, was uh, Nate Robinson and who is the other dude? He oh, fought some wow. white boy that's on YouTube. <laughs> some YouTuber. And, and another, I don't know. It was, he was just a YouTuber, so neither of them were really boxers. Right. Well, Jake, Jake, no, Jake, boxers. Jake is a boxer. Jake is a boxer. He just trained. Nah, he is a YouTuber, and he um he has a brother. His brother fought KS One or whatever. But him and his brother both are kind of into this whole little fighting thing. He was a professional YouTuber. Uh, Jake Paul is his name. He did one fight, knocked the dude out, and so I guess Nate Robinson kind of started popping off at his mouth and was like, "Hey, you know what's up? Let's fight." Blah 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 blah. He started training. And uh, they stepped into the ring, and clearly, the fight wasn't long. Mm -mm. Um, no, Nate. Nate really got embarrassed. Now I'm gonna tell you this: Nate is extremely thankful that this happened in Dallas. The black, because black Twitter has transitioned from Nate Robinson. They was they was killing this dude. I mean, he was getting massacred on social media, and not everything is all about this restaurant situation. And people have forgotten that this dude is laid out. I mean, it was a Nate Robinson challenge. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw one with the dudes on the escalator going up. I was like, that, <laughs> oh, is, yeah, that. that is ridiculous, man. Like, I literally 
my side was hurting laughing at some of this stuff, man. Like he Nate was talking yeah. to Jesus. Hold on, there was one, hold on, there was one where uh he was on Twitter and it was like, hey, what happened in the fight? And uh, you know, he's like, and I think it was Biggie Smalls was like, this is a different kind of Twitter. And uh Aaron Hernandez was like, sorry, fam. And like the dude was dead, cuz it was hilarious. Hilarious. Yo, I, I saw that one. Lie, I saw that one. Snoop's Snoop's uh voiceover was hilarious on that boy. Snoop was a fool. And you know what? It, I don't know. We laughed at Nate. Not saying we, but people laughed at Nate. But I mean, you applauded. I'm not applauding him, but I'm just saying, hey, you got your ass knocked out. You stepped in the ring, man. It happens. You know what I'm saying? How many people would actually step in the ring voluntarily? But I think the way he was hyping it up, talking about I'm doing it for the basketball plays and woo woo. Mm -mm, nah. Mm -mm. I think I think what he was ill prepared. Like I don't have a problem with you getting your taking the L. Right. But it's it's kind of like you need to be prepared, and it didn't look like he really did a lot of preparation. Not to say that he did or didn't. I don't. I don't. I wasn't with his training or sparring and all that kind of thing. But the way he took that, he got his ass whooped. Yeah. What you saying, John? I mean, number one, it looked like to me, uh, Jake Paul had reach, height, and weight on him. He, he shouldn't have been in the ring with him. Period. And I was very disappointed actually with how many people found joy. Right. And this black man getting knocked out by this white dude. I can I was like, that that's never gonna be appropriate to me. I never I saw him how wait, what? Oh, it was you didn't see what? What you're talking about. I never saw people getting you just said the, the Nate Robinson challenge and people making fun of him being knocked that's out. Not, I don't think that's I don't, joy. I think that's more of a that's joy. Even I don't think they is, looked at it as a racial thing, John. Even if it is joy, boxing is boxing, and you box against people of different colors and cultures, and if you get knocked out. You get knocked out. And in, wait, in, in the way he got knocked out, that was very similar to when, um, oh, man, I can't remember. Uh, Martin? Zab Judah. Martin? When oh, Zab Judah got knocked. Do you remember when Zab Judah got knocked out? It was yeah. the same situation. And, and it should have been. It, why not? Because it's corny. And those people, boxing is one of the most um, racist sports out there. I agree. Period. Uh, okay. Um, True. You said it's the what, like, John? the most one of everything is racist but boxing is definitely like the most overtly uh we build in the match around your race type sport oh, so yeah. yeah yeah the hype but they was a, you want to call you it you can't apply that same logic to this fight because there was yes, an undercard can. it was the undercard and the primary fight okay, let me ask you this let me ask you this kg if you saw a white dude and a black dude on the street anywhere who are you going to automatically root for? I mean, the black man. Whoa, 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 whoa. And when the black man gets knocked out laying flat on the ground, unconscious, are you going to be like, yeah! Look like, at man, him. we got KO. I'm going to be sad for him. Be like you, See, yelling, yelling. I'm, I'm going to be yelling yeah, just like you. Yell at your kids, huh? I'm going to be yelling just like you. What you doing? That's not joy, though. That's not the, the memes that was out there. But time out. What you're missing is this. You win some, you lose some. I'm not quoting Friday. I'm just saying that you win some and you lose some. The what people are clowning, and rightfully so, is he looked ill prepared. You can't underestimate your opponent, and you can't disrespect the, like the sport that you kind of are participating in at that level, right? Mm -hmm. If he's an amateur boxer, then you know you you get it how you live, and if you come in there thinking because you're an athlete, that's enough. 
and you take this L in the way that he did, mm. I mean, you 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 deserve to get clowned. Man, they saw he was dead for real. Uh, for me, I mean, number one, like I said, he had more reach, he had more height, he had more you, weight. They weren't in the same weight listen, class. Nate needs new friends because the people who was hyping Nate up to be like, you know what? Yeah, you can do it. Blah 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 blah. He should have had people in his ear. Like, hopefully, y'all would never tell me to do some stuff that y'all know is dumb. <laughs> and if y'all did, like I, the people I'm coming to, I'm coming to ride and Neil. I'm not asking John for nothing <laughs> because uh, Nate. I know you're gonna be like, yes, you can do you, it. Because when I when I take this L, you're gonna be like, Ugh, sorry, because I do love you. You and I were supposed to have a boxing match a couple of years. Ago. No, we wasn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because we fight. If we no. fight I'm, I'm using my feet. I'm kicking you in your chest. I'm I'm, I'm jabbing you in your mouth. You ain't no, even get close to me. Catcher was like, "I'm not boxing you fairly." <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I don't. I don't. If we fighting, this ain't this ain't this ain't like we fight with rules. Right, 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 right. Oh, I've been in enough fights. I'm good. I don't never want to see no Nate Robinson fight again. I don't want to see Jake Paul fight ever again. Um, Jake Paul he, fight he, again. He was a bum, as far as I'm concerned. So why? Um, because again, he fought a man that was smaller, shorter. Less reach, he accepted all of the above. Mike Tyson, you know, Mike Tyson has been shorter than most of his opponents. His reach has been shorter than most of his opponents. However, his weight was not. He was in that. So, if you fought, if Mike Tyson had to fight uh, one of the Klitschko's, for example, there was like a fifty-pound weight limit uh, or difference. That'd be totally different. That's the Klitschko's would kick Mike Tyson's ass. Believe it or not, Nate Robinson agreed to the terms of the fight, John. Right. I understand that, but what I'm saying, I'm not talking about Nate. I'm talking about the response of other people to you him said, getting knocked out. You said it's about Nate. No, listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying the response of people to this black man getting knocked out by this white boy was egregious to me. I would never celebrate no black people losing in that fashion, in that way. For me, y'all do what you want to do. Now that that's all straight and settled, uh, we did the restaurant tour. We did the Nate Robinson fight. We did Smoky Norfolk. We've done the parental affection. And now we get to the meat of the show, which everybody loves, our little relationship corner. So. We're not talking about uh, COVID? Not doing the COVID thing at all? Oh, yes. We got, the, I mean, we, we got to. Yeah, we can let that one slide. Yeah, this we can do that next week. COVID will be here next week, and we can discuss it then, too. No. Yeah. So I was on, I was, real quick, I was on Tequila. Now I'm on whiskey. It's been that kind of it's been that kind of year. So as I told you guys, red breast mm. fifteen is Wait, a that's, good one. That's Irish. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna have to go for that. Fifteen years. All right, cool. Not bad. Not bad. What you sipping on, Neil? You got anything to drink? No, nah, I'm chilling. B. I'm on my water. It is good, man. I'm drinking water as always. But um, what you got, Rock? You you know what I got. Um, yeah, sure. and, and I was pouring it out of out of this, but um, I will say though, John, I didn't have it tonight, but I have been put on to uh, Monkey Shoulders. Monkey Shoulders is amazing. That's a tequila you sent you sent to me. No, not tequila. It's a um whiskey. Monkey you Shoulders. Said, you sent me amazing. a tequila. I gotta check it out. Yeah, yeah. I like tequila now, man. I think I'm on tequilas now for a minute. They're pretty good. Yeah, my home, my, my homegirl Gabrielle put me onto it. It was like ninety dollars. It's like a ninety dollar bottle, but it was real smooth. I was like, Kelsey would love this. 
Send Can't mess with no tequilas. No, yeah. no. We were we were introduced. It's kind of like drinking organ jerk in college or uh, cask and cream. Y'all remember that back in the day, E and J cask and cream. Yeah, I remember that. Book. It was trash. It's like drinking Boone's Farm. Yeah, we have juice. we have we have evolved to better drinks, wine, mm-hmm. better liquors. You know, like it's it's cool. You just gotta spend a little money on it. Do y'all remember that five second timeout when we were all struggling and we was on that two dollar bottle of Velikoff? That is the worst vodka. Ever. Got the job done. Two got the job done. It got the job done in the worst way. Oh, right, because it tasted like water. It had no taste, but that hangover the next day. It didn't taste like water. It did not, it did not taste like water. It, it, it tasted like charcoal. Maybe to you. Right. Right. The only the only thing that masked the taste for me was the grape juice we mixed it with. Um, and what made it worse is I don't know if John or KG ordered the pizza. <laughs> the grease, the grease, yeah, the grease. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't for, a good night, y'all. It wasn't a good night. Well, since we laughing, remember when we was all get together and I tricked John into drinking the Everclear. <laughs> That's what I saved your life, John. <laughs> no, you should have. Next time, let me die. <laughs> Noted. So, at the time, at the time, you should have been thankful. Right. And I'm very thankful. Is, and the funny thing is, he took the shot of Everclear straight. No, no, it was it was in the drink. It was in one of those little slugs. It was in New Orleans. So people oh. that don't know, we we all we do like fellas trips sometimes, and we did one in New Orleans. This is when Neil was lying, talking about, hey, if we ever find out where you're going, tell him I went to Atlanta. I was like, <laughs> you stupid. It don't matter no more. It don't matter no more. Right. So we are, we are we all in New Orleans and uh, we go to some little slushy shot spot, spot. We all ordering in and, and John being John off in the you know in the wilderness someplace. Neil orders a drink and was like, "Hey John, this yours right here." John take it to the head, and John was walking around like, "Man, anybody else hot?" <laughs> we like, nope. What actually happened? So we was in New Orleans. And they had a bunch of different clubs and bars where you could get like three drinks for $10 or something like that. So we was getting, you know, you could put down $10 and get three drinks. And we all I had to to the spot. The specific spot had $5 Patron shots. Nowadays, yes. they do like Patron vials. But back then they was giving you straight shots of Patron for yes. five bucks. So we was drinking Patron, which is fine. Which is nice. I had to use the bathroom. And this was like our second stop. So we had just got there. I had to use the bathroom. I came back. Neil was like, yo, this is your shot. We're going to go to the next spot. Cool. Threw it back. That bastard gave me Everclear. <laughs> okay? So I don't know if y'all have ever had Everclear before. It's a little bit different. The, the week went, I mean, the weekend went downhill from there, and we can and we can leave that there. So, yeah. A lot of things happened. Now, speaking of a lot of things happening, um, Man, there's this so thing about 90 days, okay? So I know that y'all have heard this conversation before. Is it still appropriate? Or back in the day, Steve Harvey used to uh, lecture women or tell women, you know, you should wait for 90 days before you are uh, sexually intimate with others, with people that you're dating or whatever. No, no, no. no, Let's be specific. He wrote it in a book, mm -hmm. uh, like think like a man, act like a lady, some BS like that. And, and that wasn't wait 90 days before you have sex with others. That was a specific call to women for them mm-hmm. to make sure that they they told men, I'm not having sex for 90 days 
And much like you got to wait 90 days to get benefits at some jobs, you got to wait 90 days to get these benefits from me. So really, it, it wasn't just this out in the ether for everyone to take on as an advice. That was his advice specifically to women because um, he felt what he felt about women in, in asexuality. So go ahead. I see you, Mo. What's up, Mo? What up, baby? I'm sure most of y'all might remember that. But at that time, uh, that was a big deal. People really, really bought into that, that whole waiting 90 days thing. That's three months, by the way. So um, do y'all feel like that is still, I mean, y'all are married over here on the left side. But Neil, you out there in the world, is that still something that, that Neil, 90 days the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay, I mean, you know, so is that still something that you run into? Do you still find women are like, yo, we're trying to, you know, wait for 90 days, wah, wah, wah. Is that still prevalent? I think, what's up, okay. Oh, my head. my bad, go ahead, Ron. I, you say, do, do we find that that's prevalent, that's, that is still prevalent? Um, right. I, I, Was I it ever? I didn't see it prevalent when he wrote the book. Well, listen, man, no, no, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. This question is dumb as hell to me. The reason it's dumb as hell to me is because. The question of the concept. It's both. The mm -hmm. assumption is women don't want similar things that men do. And men don't want similar things that women do. I, in my opinion, I think women like intimacy, sexuality, sex as much. And in some cases more than some or most men. Right. So the reality of it is Steve Harvey made money out the book and made him some money. It's cool. But at the end of the day, communication, in my opinion, is the thing. Oh, stop. Okay, whatever. Um, people need to talk to whoever they're with mm -hmm. and figure out what makes sense for them. And if you want to do it the first day, the 15th day, the 100th day, that's totally on you. This, you create your own set of rules. It's not dictated by some manual or some book. Again, there's no manual to say, when you do this, this is going to help you out. Because if people was talking about Niecy Nash, you got to suck your man off every day. What she do? She married a woman. So you're going to listen to her? Probably not. So do you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, know I think, you know what I think is complicated for some people, though? Whereas, yes, I totally agree with you. Putting parameters, putting a set day or time, this time, this month, this place. Yeah, that's crazy. But at the same token, turn it the other way, Keldrick, or for everybody else. What about those people that's like, okay, I meet person A. I think you're the one. Give it up in a week. Didn't work out. I, I meet person B. I think you're the one. I give it up the first night. Oh, it didn't work. I think it's for people like them where they're trying to find out, okay, before you give this up, work on this i don't for me oh, personally anyway i don't think a, it's necessarily about the sex what's wrong Kelsey? a book ain't gonna teach you about you man no no i'm not talking about the book i'm saying in the sense of forget the book part i'm thinking i'm in the context of is there is the time limit valid and you said go for whatever works for you i'm flipping it from the other side saying i think people try to put a limit on them to make themselves feel better because all right, if I give it to if I give it up on the first night and I thought you was the one that didn't work, now I'm heartbroken. I meet you again. I give it up on the second night. It didn't work. You start to wonder and say to yourself, damn, okay, all this time that I wanted to have sex 
And what I, I get, wonder is, can you start touching your mic? Right. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. My bad, y'all. But, can, you know, after a while, you start to want to ask yourself, like, yo, maybe I shouldn't just give it up even though I want to do it. Because if it don't work out, let's say you go through five, six people because you wanted to, but the relationship don't work. How you going to feel? You're going to be like, damn. I'm no, just- you're not. I mean, again, you need to be clear on your expectations. Ross said this plenty of times. You picked the wrong person. You picked the wrong person. That's not that's not on them. You need to be very decisive in terms of who you want to spread or share your stuff with, right? Like, I feel like I'm special. I'm sure you guys feel like y'all special. The people who have chosen us that have given us the opportunity to be with them have felt like they're special. Two people come together. God damn, I just bit my nail back. Two people come together and they have special moments and it's all good. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I don't, again, you need to be able to have great communication to determine what your relationship may mean. You can establish that before you do it or even after you do it. But whenever you are venturing off into any dynamic with somebody that you, that you like, there is a possibility that you're going to be disappointed. Actually, that's a reality that you're gonna be disappointed because ain't nobody perfect. You're gonna be, you're gonna, they're gonna fall short in some way, some form, some fashion at some point in time. You're gonna be willing to be open to that. Thanks. And if you want to be in a relationship again, I go back to the book because the book is the is the catalyst of the question. The book is some trash. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out you. What do you want? What makes you happy? If it's me- if it's having sex on the first day. Having sex on, on from the internet, you know, you, you get on that little app and you swipe left or right. If you want to do that, that's all on you, and that's all cool. Everybody ain't built for that though. Um, KG hashtags special moments that that yeah, pound special moments. That's that's KG. Um, I think <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay, think, let's take it. No, you said you know you felt you were special. They felt they were special. You got together. Y'all had special moments. I might, so, I might start, I might start hashtagging that. Appreciate that. Pound special moments. Um, my thing is, I, I'm, it, I'm thinking he's like wait ninety days because you don't want to make a mistake. Wait ninety days because you just don't want to give it out to any and everybody. Those are two separate things. He called it right. probation. He said that, he said that people need to be on probation. But but what happens when you get to the ninety first day and you you let it run loose? Only to find out you still with someone who's going to end up ghosting you and gaslighting you anyway. Fact. Or the box is trash. You waited ninety days for some boo boo basura. You wasted three. We can months. talk about that too because there's some trash box out there. It's, it's some. It's some. I mean, it's trash. It's trash. You know, both ways. It's, it's trash. Both ways. It's trash. The point. The point I'm trying to make before y'all go left with it is that you can. You can decide to wait and still end up in a piss poor relationship, or you could do it on the first night and end up in a phenomenal relationship. Facts. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not advocating that you going out there and have white one night stands. What What I'm saying is similar to KG. Don't look to Steve Harvey for your relationship advice. Just, By the way, he's divorced. Right. Wait, is he divorced from his his second wife? No, not, not, no, Multiple he's, times. He's been he's divorced. Oh, he's still with the other the, the um okay. speaking for the divorced people. Who better to dictate to people who are married or want to get married what to be doing and what to look out for than somebody that's been through all that and come out on the other side? I'm just merely saying. So, well, so all right, so let's use that. 
divorced no. people. No. What would be your recommendation? Why, why did you set him up like this, John? You knew this was coming. No. What's your recommendation? What are y'all recommendations? What, what, what should be talk to the women out there or the men? Oh, who, oh, right. that's the case you're should, going. That's, that's should, should, should they wait 90 days? Should no, nah, y'all, y'all already know me. So when I say this, it goes. No, you ain't waiting 90 days, Neil. And I agree with Kelsey. <laughs> what we doing today? I'm just saying, leave it by. Pe- so, people should people should determine what they want to do. If they want to wait, they want to wait. If but I, I'm not stealing you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. no. I told you. Yes, leave it by. I was just, you know what? I really do love and hate y'all. John, you just gonna let this happen to me. Um, I think it just all goes with vibe and communication. You know what I'm saying? If if the energy's right, if you vibing, you feel you want to venture that way. All right, there's nobody to tell you, oh, you shouldn't. I, I believe me personally, y'all know me. It's all on energy. Now, if it's just like a, a one night stand and you know what it is, you put it out there. Oh, What's well, a but stand? It, say it again. What's a one night stand? That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing today. <laughs> Are these the games we're gonna play? Right. Are oh, we gonna play these games? Thank you, okay. God. I appreciate you. That's what he's doing to me. But to answer your initial question, if the vibe is right and the energy is right and y'all just met a week ago and you feel like it, go ahead and do the damn thing. Nobody could judge you but you. If it's a week, if it's three days, but just make sure you continue with that same energy. Don't switch up because that's when you start playing with emotions. You know what I'm saying? And that that's where I think is a no-no. Be upfront with your whole intentions. That's just me. What you say, Tom? We saw Love Jones. Um. I wouldn't dare to try to give no woman no advice. Women are very capable of figuring their own damn life out. She can do whatever she chooses to do. Individual, wah, wah, wah. In this segment, John, what would you recommend? Uh, For me, if you don't want to bone me the first night, there probably ain't going to be no second day. That's how I feel. So if that energy is not prevalent and there, immediately, it might, we may do it, we may not. But if you don't want to because you got some arbitrary time limit in your mind and you waiting to do this, that, and the third, and you got to figure things out and so on and so forth, God bless you. That's wonderful. I'm in my mid-40s. I might drop dead tomorrow. I ain't got time to wait. So hey, you know what, what you want to do, that. that's for me. So, I respect that. I actually I actually agree with you. I, I, I think what, what I hear you saying is you need to know what you want to do with me like from the, from the gate. I think... I mean, we have the, the been so many statistics that say that women can determine what they want after the first couple of minutes if they if they want to do anything with you at all. I mean, I've, I've, all of us have read that. The reality of it is, it's just a matter of, you know, your behavior. I agree. Your behavior, your conversation, you can talk yourself out of something or you can talk yourself and confirm whatever, the, you know, the belief is. Um, is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is that um, basically you can, I see no problem in waiting for any kind of intimacy, all right? Because you really are putting yourself out there physically, emotionally, and everything else when you, you know, are dating and in this world, you know what I'm saying? That said, uh, if we do not have that kind of energy where you are interested in me sexually from the gate, from the start, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to grow on you. I'm not going to be different tomorrow. I'm not, you know, womp, womp, womp. It's okay to just not be into me. That's cool. But now I got to move around because time's a wasting. And that's how I feel. So women do what you want to do. It's just my perspective. So, yeah. Let me, let me say this, though. 
Um, because I, I don't want to be confused with the jokes and all of this stuff. I am a fan of waiting. Um, not necessarily, wow. not necessarily a ninety day thing, but um, it. it and the flip side to it, you don't got to run around and be like, oh, I'm I'm just abstinent. I'm waiting for God to deliver the man that's for mm. just I don't know you yet. I, I just I'm not cool with you like that yet. I, there have been too many situations where I've seen people caught up emotionally because they physically gave themselves to somebody who really didn't want to be with them. Mm. Well, that goes to the conversation piece, too, Ra. Right. Like you. I think men historically, if I'm generalizing, have not been as authentic or as honest with their intentions. Yeah, we we lie. Well, some some men do. Come on, men lie. Not all Even, men. Yeah, I'm saying when all when people you, lie. All right, let's, let's, put it. It, let's put it in context. There you go. When 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 a young man is courting a young woman, he may not present himself as authentically as he should. I can't. No. Know if I, I don't know if I agree with that. I can't. I can't co-sign that. I think. It's, I think both parties, uh, especially when we're young, we have a tendency to show our representative. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that women don't do it either. I'm not saying women don't do. It. I'm not saying it's all men. I'm just talking from the context of a man, right? That I know men do that. Young men do that. And what happens is the sex happens. The special moments happen, and then we walk away like, eh. Had right. special moments. Right. And, no. I mean, I think it, now, by and large, we do. And then the sisters be sitting back. Oh, I gave myself to him, and he didn't want me. That's because he told you he wanted you, and, but and, he didn't really want you. He wanted what was between your legs. And I right, you're talking specifically oh, about right. young men, right? That's you. You said young men, right? Yeah. Right. Nah, Old ones doing it too. <laughs> Especially when they got good jobs and six figure incomes and, and better toys. Talk about I, it. I can't co-sign on this. Talk but, about it. So I mean, I can't co-sign this. I feel you, Kelsey, but I'm saying in that perspective that Rob presented, how many young men do you know are forthcoming and going to be honest with the woman and tell what, them what they yeah. want? You answered the question. You know plenty of you oh. know you knew people when they were young. I never did that. I never oh, lied oh, to anybody. I, and was like, hey, I want you to be this and blah blah blah. All right, so it's not we're not talking every single dude. I'm sorry. So I, if yeah. I made it seem like it's every single dude, no, not every single dude. There are exceptions. And and, and yeah, yes, there. But, but the majority, like, do you think the majority of people that you surrounded yourself with have acted in this, in this, in this way? Not the majority of the people that I have surrounded myself That's with. Um, but there are a lot of people that I have surrounded myself with that have. I, I mean, think, come on, man, straight no chase. Let's be real. Context of what Ross said, young men. I think a majority of young men are going to lie in front just to get what they want. They're not going to be all forthcoming and honest and, oh, I really want to build and I really want to get... They're going to tell the you... Most dudes don't want to build. But they'll tell Ooh, you they do. Exactly. Oh, exactly. my. These, come on, these little high schoolers, them cats who, oh, I love you. Oh, I just want to spend the rest of my life with you. Boy, you 16. You don't want to spend the rest of your life yeah, with her. Wait a minute, wait a minute, man. We're we going in a whole lot of different directions here. I mean, at 16, I was deeply... In love with somebody and if you would have asked me is this the one i would have been like absolutely and then four years later at 20 if you would have asked me if this is the one i would have been like absolutely <laughs> then seven years later you would have asked me if this was the one i would have said absolutely you can be as totally sure about something at 16 20 25 30 i mean 
Th you those are the ones. Uh, what about the ones that were in between? Um, right. I'm going to go ahead and pause hey, on that. Hey, I'm not hey, talking about the, the ones. I'm talking about the ones that were in between. Right. What about the ones in between? You got to be honest with that, them, too. But I see, think, I, think, I think, hold on, hold on. I think the ones in between are the ones you need to be honest with the most. Th th there's a very rare breed of man who would be honest with the in-betweens. There, there's a very most men will feel like if they are honest with them, they won't they won't be able to get what they want from them, so they'll tell them something completely different. The rare breed will be honest and be like, "Hey, you choose. I want to give you the opportunity to determine whether or not you want to be in this." And hey, real talk, you got to be comfortable with rubbing it out, man. You got to do all of that, man. You got to be comfortable rubbing it out. Let me ask you a question since we, <laughs> since we brought into the segue because that was a recent post too. In your opinion, do you think if a woman wants a man to have sex before he's ready to have sex and he says no that she looks at him funny because there was an article that said if i said no the first time i have like the my girlfriend before i was from virginity like legitimately my girlfriend was like hey what's up i was like man i ain't ready man i i know i ain't know what i was doing I'm, i want to wait Right. And they said and in the in the article they said women look at men funny like that. Like if I'm ready to give it to you and you don't want it, there gotta be something wrong with you. They start looking at you with the side eye, like, mm, look all she wants. I'm good. It, it, it's something I've always said that, that you, you was a late you was a late bloomer too, right, Rob? Yeah, I didn't lose my virginity until I was damn near twenty one. You know, and, and and it was and it was 19? something but there's something you, that you I think we're, we're yeah, he has made up for it. <laughs> um we are socialized to not turn down in money. the most loving way this is for you <laughs> we are socialized to not turn down money and sex when it's offered that's how like the society socializes men that if someone's gonna give you money you take it if a shorty's gonna give you sex you take it and and i think women are also socialized to believe that if they get butt naked and they want to give it to a man the man has he's gotta want to take it but not every man is ready to take it not every every man's ready to receive it so it's okay to be like nah i'm good i'm not i don't want this i'm not ready for this or i'm just tired i'm going to sleep like it's nothing wrong for dude to do that go ahead Cage. No, i'm just i just want to make sure because there's a lot of stereotypes that i think we can we can break right and, and then yeah. we're, we're a small representation of all men that people may have encountered but how many of you guys have ever turned down sex people don't think we do it People think that if somebody opens their legs, that we're going to be like, okay, there's some coochie. We want to take it. Absolutely not. We will reject coochie so quick and punt that joint across the street, across the yard, across the universe because it's it's trash. Or we just don't want to do it. it. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean because it's trash. It's just solely because some you don't want trash. to. Some of, some of it is trash. It's just to be honest. nodding your head. You don't tell <laughs> the truth. But John, I got a particular thought on that. In my opinion, if you in it, it's good. So I don't know what this no. trash no, box no, no, uh, no. thing that is. That's a whole different topic. topic. Say that one more time, John. Please say that phrase again, because they're going to hashtag it. What you say? Uh, this, is this has nothing to do with the topic we was on. But in my opinion, if you in it, it's good. And there is no such thing as trash box out there. I don't know what people be referring to when they like, oh, it's whack and blah, blah, blah. I have not run into that, but that's just me. That's You are ridiculous. There's no different than alcohol. There's great alcohols and piss poor alcohols. But you're you still get drunk. No, 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 Cage, you got to talk his language. 
this this bad indica and this good indica. <laughs> time out. Time out. There is Reggie. And then you got the high grade. But either way it goes, you still gonna get high. So But it may not be quality. Uh it kind of depends. It kind of depends. You gotta be able to eyeball it. Okay. <laughs> So we Good, uh, yeah, no. going all in all different directions. Okay. So on that note, internet, uh, we've discussed various different things. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We are available on Instagram, Spotify. Right here, there you, go. Yeah. Right here, you see it? You see it? No, that's just the logo. Yes, we are yeah. on Instagram, Everywhere. Spotify, YouTube, Apple, Amazon Podcasts. We Everywhere. wherever you wherever you want find podcasts, except for SoundCloud. We're not on SoundCloud. Hmm. But all, that's because ain't no one uploading the sound. I'm not doing that. Facts. But we're everywhere else. But I do have a question for the audience, and maybe y'all can give us a little hand with this. We've been thinking, you know, about changing the name of the show. So if you all have some potential titles, we haven't decided yet, but if you have different, you know, titles, different things that we could call it, Straight No Chaser is great. That's kind of how we come in. But, you know, it, for the it, record, it will help. For the record, I don't think we should change the name. I think the name is what we've established, and I am good with the name. Listen, I'm the person that said we shouldn't even have a guest, so I am a a purist of sorts. So this is the four. This is the name. You rock with it, great. If you don't, like the restaurateur, raise nope. up and raise it. No, I'm just. Nope. We don't want you. To, we want you to still come and still critique us. Um, we want your views. You want your shares. You want your likes. So, uh, you know. I don't think we should change much at all. And holistically, man, we appreciate you for rocking with us, man. Absolutely. And with that said, I'm right. still sipping. Like, share, subscribe. I'm kind of tipsy, man. Next week, we've got something really, really special. So next we week, will, tune in. We will have a guest next week. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna test run that. So Cage is going to have to. I might have a family issue. We gonna see how it goes. That, that it'll be three dudes and one sister. <laughs> That's it. Mm, now you better not do that, Cage. You better not all of a sudden have a family issue. Well, you know, I got a two month old man. He had a shot yesterday. He had a rough night last night, and uh, I'm sleepy. Yeah, it is. Man, listen, y'all. <laughs> On that note, so you next week, uh, appreciate it. Y'all got a last final word for the people. Anything yeah, you want to say? I do. I do. I do. Real quickly. No, in all seriousness. The people on Facebook that have been listening to us and watching and providing your comments, I really appreciate them. I, I don't, I'm not on Facebook, but I really, V, you have some great points. Some of them I didn't agree with, but I like that you shared them. Whoever the Penelope person was, whatever, Penelope, yeah. she was funny as hell. And um, I saw Nika jump in. I saw Selena jump in. It's a couple of other well, people, but Mo, 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 much love, brother. Just appreciate you guys, man. Love y'all, and uh, we'll holler at you for sure. V, Straight, no chaser.